Hey, what's this sound? That's my favorite Bugs Bunny cartoon. It's when he was being the, uh, well, <laughs> I is think that the mar- when he was the barber and he was massaging Elmer Fudd's head? Yeah, I think it's called mm. the Barbershop Quartet or something like that. Mm. Anyways, I just thought I'd bring that up. You know, sometimes Nostalgia. like, what's that? All the drivers are now going, I remember that episode. No, seriously, old school truckers remember Bugs Bunny. Of course. You know, and there's like a couple Bugs Bunny episodes that are like, the best. That one is like tops to me. And then, of course, the one where Bugs is running down the stairs mm-hmm. and then Yosemite Sam turns the light switch on. Click. <laughs> Bugs does. And he runs down with the gun and he goes, click. Click. And he shoots him. But anyways. Hey, enough of the stupid stuff. Um, Bugs Bunny's not stupid. No, he's not. He's actually a fan favorite. Um, let's go to trucking just for a second. Uh truck driver, I think it was in Maine, got a citation, which is really weird. He, he got a citation. He ran a school bus, um, you know, the flashing lights. Mm-hmm. They activate their lights, and then they got the big cross arm now that comes out, and the cross arm um, has a big stop on it. Yeah, has a big stop sign on it, and you're supposed to stop. He came around a corner, didn't stop, and then he realized, gulp, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm running a school bus light here and what does he do he literally hits the brakes and still ends up hitting a 13 year old kid who's in the hospital right now um i don't think the kid's life-threatening um but i'm surprised that i have to remind people that the school bus lights mean stop and i mean sincerely stop not slow down not go around not take a chance in fact when it's turning yellow if you're far enough back, you're better off just stopping. What are your thoughts on the school bus thing? I agree. Um, now, when you read that, you just said that he came around a turn and realized there was a school bus stop. Yeah, he came okay. around probably like a curve. I'm guessing it was a curve, and he wasn't paying attention. I mean, honestly and truly, it wasn't It wasn't like... I mean, I, then again, I don't know the entire... Right. Well, what I was going to say is if it's if it's that when you come around a turn and it's really quick... They're not giving drivers enough time to stop if that's the case. They need to shift that bus stop. Um, Most times they do put a sign up that has like a school bus and it'll have like a little sign that's up ahead of the turn so that drivers are aware that there's a stop there. But it's not like you know that all the time. But like you said, he probably wasn't paying close enough attention and came up on it and boom, there it is. But going around the turn, he already wasn't going hopefully too fast for that turn. So, I, I a citation though for hitting and critically injuring a exactly a thirteen year old that probably threw me off the most a citation, not like major in trouble. What a citation! Just, just a citation. Yeah, that's that's what I honestly and truly was thinking myself. Like you would think that the penalty should you know I get it. I've seen videos where cops set up and they you know wait for cars or trucks or whatever to purposely avoid stopping for buses, mm-hmm. you know, where they get the most complaints at, and then they get a ticket, you know, it's a traffic citation. But I think that hitting a kid, whether you kill him or you, or you just hurt him should come with a stiffer penalty than just a citation. I agree. You know what I mean? There should probably be, you know, 
Definitely, if anything, definitely reckless driving. Well, carelessness. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's two, you know, either one of those are, are the same thing. I mean, carelessness to me is a little bit s- just slightly different than recklessness. Um, to me, careless is when you really aren't thinking and paying attention, where reckless is you know what you're doing and you just don't care. But, you know. Yeah. And, well, that is the difference. They, they uh, a safety director once said to me, I, I, seen the stop sign and ran it anyways, that means you're reckless. Or I ran the stop sign because I didn't see it. That's careless. Mm. But personally, the um, ticket on one's MVR is is uh, just as bad either way. You're, right. you're not going to get uh, a job driving a truck if you have one of those tickets on your CDL. And I would imagine that trucking companies are going to be more harsh when they're hiring somebody if the ticket on your MVR says ran a, you know, got a ticket for a school bus crossing lights, you know, running that. And then mm-hmm. also the reference coming back from your previous employer saying you actually had an accident at a school bus uh, stop. I would say that you're probably not going to get a trucking job for a long time. Right. Right. Especially with injury. I know all of that combined together. He's definitely has a, a lot more to worry about than a citation. You know, I was looking at some stats, right, in Florida, Illinois, Virginia, and I think it was Indiana. I don't have it in front of me, but they ran these tests to see how many times in a day somebody would run the, uh, whatchamacallit, a school bus light, and they and they ran different counties in just South Florida, Believe it or not, there was like 10,000 in a day. Are you serious? In, in a day. In Virginia, they ran they ran some stats where it was like 3,400 in this one county. Now, listen to this. In Illinois, they ran these stats, and, and they had um, cameras set up to show who would do this, right? It came to like, and this was just in one school district, like 3,400 um, violations in one day. Well, they calculated for the entire state of Illinois, 1.9 million times in a year um, where people run through the school bus lights. You know, I don't, I don't, what they really need to do honestly, is start actually enforcing that violation more. You know, the, the buses have cameras in them. They see who's running those lights. That's how they're getting some of these statistics. So when they see this driver going through it, they need to start sending them. To, they need to uh, appoint people to actually go over these cameras and send people tickets for those infractions because they see who they are. And if they do it once, they... You know, if they're habitual, that's it. You know, they got it. They have to have the same rules and regulations against a red light running or anything else, not just with school bus. This is the safety of kids. And if you think about it, 1.9 million, that's how many chances those children are getting hit. And and, and don't they realize the, the, I don't know, I guess I just think of the fact that, that you know. You seem a little upset. Well, they're children. 
They're getting off the school bus. They're not thinking about, oh, let me look both ways before I cross the street. They think, hey, the lights are going. I'm safe to cross. They're little kids. They're not looking for someone to, to, to come and not pay attention and run them over. And just in case, like, any of you drivers out there are thinking that, oh, well, that's today's driver. That's that's the, the steering wheel holders. And that's that's the youth of today. You can't teach them nothing. Well, they have stats all the way back to the 90s. And the numbers were just as bad. Okay? So, literally, this is something that, and I be, personally, I believe in a big city, you see more of it because, which would be obvious, but I'm just saying, I think you have people that have, they're more in a rush to get to work. You know, because, you know, the sad part about school buses is they're also during rush mm-hmm. hour. Exactly. Coming and going. So you got, first off, you look at the kindergartners, they're usually a half day of school. Okay. So when those kids, they get on the bus, people are going to work, people are rushing. They get off the bus, people are rushing for lunch, okay? And then you got your three and four o'clockers, right? You got different. I know that with most schools, your elementary, your middle school, and your high school, they all get left out at different times of the days, most likely because of the lack of amount of buses. Mm-hmm. So they, they have them stagnant or staggered, rather, to where it happens. So it consumes rush hours, when people are getting off work, everybody's getting off. They're like, oh, I just want to get the hell home. And then in the morning, they're like, I got to get there. I got to get to work. I got to get to work. And they take chances. People get so um, uh, uh, rushing to get somewhere that they don't take in, a, in account that what could happen, it could delay them forever. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they, you, you hit a kid, you ain't, go, you ain't going anywhere. And I've often told people, if you, you, get a, you get pulled over on the side of the road and you have to be somewhere, well, guess what that cop's going to do? He's going to take his time. And now you're on the side of the road for, you know, 20 minutes, an hour. Yeah, it depends on, on, on right. you know, if you end up getting, especially if you're a truck driver, if you're going to end up because you are now pulled over, is he now going to do a, a small inspection on you just because he thinks there might be something else going on? Well, most likely if it's a trucker, he's definitely going to. And if you're so. a car driver listening to this, you know, it's the same thing. You guys got to slow down. You know, here's what the sad part about this part of our podcast is. I'm actually surprised that I have to tell people that you need to obey bus. I'm going to tell you something. They did a survey. This is no word alone. Yep, survey says passing a school bus is considered the most dangerous, unsafe driving. That's over everything, aggressive driving and everything. This was a study done by people, I guess nationwide, they did a poll, and literally that was one of the options in there, and everybody, this is sad, everybody agreed, but now you think to yourself, the state of Illinois has 1.9 million averages in a year of people running the school buses, which if you multiply that by 50 states... Right. Mm -hmm. You've got like a hundred, you know, say 75 to 100 million instances where people disobey the the bus. But on this uh, in one breath, they're running the 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 school bus lights in the other breath. They're saying, well, I think it's the most dangerous thing anybody can do. Everybody's pointing the finger at each other. But everybody it seems like a lot of doing it. Yeah. I'm not saying everybody's doing it. It's like a hypocrite. That's a lot of freaking times, man. Taking chances. And and each year, a lot of kids get hit. And Mm -hmm. each year, believe it or not, uh, a good amount of kids die that aren't reported. You know, they, they you know, it's not doesn't make national news. So a lot of times you don't hear about it, you know, in small towns and or, you know, small cities. And it's just, it's atrocious that this is actually happening. So driver's advice, um, pay attention. Especially, you know, there's times where 
which, you know, as a trucker, we need to pay 100% of the time. We need to pay attention 100% of the times, all the time. But there's a time where you actually need to um, exercise extreme caution, and that's around, seriously, the morning hours of when kids are getting off and on the bus. Well, if you're an OTR driver, mm-hmm. of course you're not going to be quite as, I don't want to say you are going to still pay attention, but you're not going to be as diligent while you're going down an interstate. But when you're going through the towns, you need to change your focus and focus on all the little details because there's so many people in that little town that you're going to be going through. If you're a local driver, you know better. You're supposed to be focused all the time. So, you know, put your head in the game. Hey, guys, and just one other thing. This happens to good drivers, too. All it takes is a a quarter second of not paying attention. We got to train our minds. We're professionals, and we're all supposed to be professional drivers. Some of you guys are going, what the hell is he even telling me what to do? Guys, I'm telling you what to do because of those stupid-ass statistics I just read, okay? Really, that's just the truth. So I'm just here to remind everybody, guys, gals that are driving professionally, car, um, car drivers that are listening to us, people on their way to the work, dispatchers, all you people that listen to Talk CDL, do yourself a favor and start getting it in your mind of when you're traveling to work. Keep your mind on driving, okay? Moving on, Ruthann. Moving on. Moving on. Let's take a break. Hey, drivers. Are you sick of watching the other drivers bypass the way station while you are held up going through yourself? Well, download DriveWise today at www.drivewise.com. That's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E.com. And start bypassing the scales yourself. If you're a small carrier, an owner-operator, or even a big fleet looking for something better, check out DriveWise today. And remember, there's no equipment, no transponders needed when you're using DriveWise. Check them out for a free download at www.drivewyze.com. Drivers, if you're looking for a local home everyday driving job, apply with Carter Lumber today. They have positions for Class A and Class B local drivers. They can take experienced drivers, students, and non-CDL drivers. With over 160 locations, chances are they have a position for you. So go to carterlumber.com forward slash talkcdl and apply today. Again, that's carterlumber.com forward slash talkcdl. Thank you. All right, we are back. And Ruthann, I am a little disturbed. Well, <laughs> that was an open can of worms there. Yes, you are disturbed. <laughs> Take his hat off. No, I am. I'm disturbed, but not because I'm mentally disturbed. I'm disturbed over, I'm a little torn between Texas and California right now. And normally people will be going, what the hell is he talking about? Who would be torn over them two states? <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what I mean. I've got these, I've got two articles and I want to, we want to talk about this just for a minute or two. I've got this one. It says, Self-driving trucks becoming common on North Texas roads, meaning in Texas, they are just smashing it with, you know, getting um, autonomous trucks on the road and making deliveries. Okay. Um, And in the article, I'm going to read a little bit. It's going to say that although there's a driver in the truck now, 
there won't be soon. Okay? Yeah. And then you flip to this other article, and it says, and we actually touched on this a, a, a few weeks ago. We did, you mentioned it in one of your newscasts. But listen to this other article. It says, self-driving trucks need human. I'm going to say it again. Self-driving trucks need human operators under California bill. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You we remember talk- that? Yeah, we were talking about how they feel as though they don't. They, they have to have someone in there at all times. Right. So when you look here, um, and, and, and normally I don't, I mean, look, I'm not going to deny it. Normally, you know, a lot of times California has some nutty laws, okay, especially in trucking. We know that there's been emission laws that started out there, you know, the carbon thing, um, 2010 and older you know, I mean, you can't even drive in the state unless you have like a kit, you know, and you have your truck updated. Other than that, you don't want to be driving across that line or you're going to get a ticket. There's California is always the first to initiate a lot of laws in driving that, you know, um, you know, trucking, trucking industry does not like. And they've always been the 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 starter in different laws. And then a lot of times they pass and they move on. But this bill here, I actually like what California is doing. I really do. And then just listen to this. It says, self-driving trucks need human operator under California bill. It says, California lawmakers are moving forward with plans to restrict the deployment of self-driving trucks, a move that industry representatives say is misguided. It says, rather than doing the responsible thing and waiting to see what a co-equal branch of government is doing, legislators are stepping in the middle and lighting a stick of dynamite, um, said Jeff Farah, executive director of Autonomous Vehicle Industry Association. California Assembly members on May 31st overwhelmingly voted to pass Assembly Bill 316. You hearing me? Yeah, I'm listening. It says a proposal with bipartisan support. That means both sides supported this. Okay, to require a trained individual to sit behind the wheel of an autonomous semi-trucks and big rigs. I don't know why they're saying it that way, but um, so basically... Some box trucks, like smaller ones. Yeah, that's true. Well, it says autonomous semi-trucks and big rigs, but either way, the bottom line is California, the legislature in California is saying, we want a trucker in that cab with a truck that thinks it's going to drive by itself on our roads. It says the legislation, which will need to pass the Senate and get signed by Governor Gavin Newsom before it becomes law, is part of a larger national uh, conversation around the risks of autonomous and artificial intelligence. It is shaping up to become one of the marquee fights between lawmakers and technology companies this legislative session. Let's face it. There's a lot of people in big tech lobbying against this bill. And wow, it says um, there's a lot of people lobbying against the bill. And, you know, they have the ear of the governor and his staff said the bill, uh, the bill's author. So they're I guess they're afraid that Governor Newsom is going to side with money. Mm-hmm. OK, it says, but we need to make sure that these roads are safe for sake of our uh, constituents and that jobs are safe for our truck drivers. 
did, did correct me if I'm wrong, but in the beginning of that article, did you say that um, they the the one person I, I think it was the technology person said that they're acting faster than actually waiting for the statistics. So they're trying to jump on it, saying that they need to have a driver in there before there's proof stating that there needs to be a driver. Is that what is that what I got from that? Yeah, exactly. Okay. They're trying to state that that um, that that they well this is the the other side obviously doesn't want it for obvious reasons well, yeah because of 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 wanting to chop trucking jobs it's really it's really what it comes down to a lot a lot of these companies you know we were always told that these autonomous trucks will always have somebody in them well guess what um flip to the texas article it says self-driving trucks becoming common on north texas roads it says the North Texas area has quietly become. Hear that? They've just kind of quietly. quietly. Exactly. The North Texas area has quietly become the new frontier for the development of self-driving trucks, with several companies from around the world setting up operations and using North Texas highways for real-world testing. Isn't that crazy? It says... For now, these delivery trucks making stops at Sam's Club, Kroger, and other destinations do have a human behind the wheel, a safety driver in case of emergencies and tech technology glitches. In the not-too-distant future, that will no longer be the case. Several companies are competing to bring to market a dominant driverless technology for the future of moving goods on nation's highways, Several of the largest industry players are now in North Texas, lured by the region's central location on the transportation network and state's uh, loser regulations. Now, think about that for a second. Well, here, here's what I just thought. Go ahead. They already say that there's a driver shortage. They already complain about that being an issue. Now, what are they going to do when they take drivers away by supplying it with these vehicles that are not dependable yet. I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, honestly, truly to me, it's alarming. Like I said, I like that California and, and, and legislature out there is saying, listen, we don't want a, you would think, and this is what boggled me. You would think California, right. Would be, um, the Let's ones do this. Exactly. We're the ones that want to be the first in everything. We have to have no drivers. Yes, I know. California's odd. Well, but they're but they're the but they're acting the opposite, my exactly. whole Exactly. I know. That's why when we did that article, we were both really pleased that they're actually standing up and saying we need to have a driver in there. You know, they're actually looking at the statistics and knowing that there has to be a human operator in there. Now, granted, I don't know if there's a human operator in there. They still have to like maybe there still has to be a function of focusing and, and not playing video games or doing something that's their focus isn't on actually the truck going down the road. They still have to be able to, to show or do something to prove that they're paying attention is what I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, be honest with you. See what was alarming to, to the wording of these, this, this article in favor of Texas it said they're quietly, and and people, companies from around the world, they know they can bring their testing um, equipment to, to Texas now 
And this is where it can be legally done because not every state's going to allow this. I know Arizona was like the first in Nevada, you know, because they were out in the desert. But now you've got this big triangle where they're running. We reported this before. They're running like from San Antonio to Dallas, from Houston to Dallas, you know, San Antonio to Houston. They're running this triangle and it's just over and over and over. And these, these trucks are just, in fact, a lot of truckers that probably can are shaking their head. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. We see them going up and down the road all the time. And so you now have, you now have something that is creeping up on people. And I'm going to tell you something. Here's This was the other article you had read a couple weeks ago, and I just want to read this one little paragraph that kind of annoys me. It says, in April, and this was the one for California, it said, in April, more than 55 business organizations and companies interested in AV trucks uh, signed a letter for the record opposing the AB 316. Remember, the AB 316, California is in favor of a driver being in the autonomous truck to make sure, okay, mm-hmm. which also gives a trucker a job, okay? Right, right. All right, it says the uh, 55 companies oppose AB 316 with a role of co-signers that included Institute for Safe Trucking. That doesn't, that doesn't even make sense. The, a company called Institute for Safe Trucking, they're saying, nope, we don't need drivers in the trucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cal Chamber, California Small Business Association. Are you ready for this name? U.S. Express. Right, there's a couple trucks. And I believe U.S. Express just got bought out. Okay, I'm not sure if it was Swift or one of them just bought U.S. Express out. Google that real quick if you can. Who bought U.S. Express? They literally just got bought out. I know that for a fact. Okay, Um but anyway, so you're talking, um, it's it's all part, and and I and I believe it's probably, um, who was it that bought U.S. Express? Um, dum 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 dum. Was it? Was it? Was it? Am I wrong? Did they get bought out? I don't see it. Night Swift. Night Swift. Okay, so there you go. So now the biggest truckload company in the world is now the owner of the company that's saying, hey, we don't think that you need drivers in the trucks, California, and they're opposing this. Okay, that doesn't make sense. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. Okay, it does make sense because really, realistically, these companies are looking for a world without truckers. They really are. I'm going to tell you that right now. You, a lot of people probably think I'm some conspiracy guy, but I'm telling you, this has been coming along. And whether you want to believe it or not, okay, if they get to the point where drivers are not needed in the trucks, guys, a lot of people are going to be out of work. Ruthann. Night, Night Swift bought out March 21st is when they bought them out. Right. Yeah, it was just very recent. I know that. Yeah. I thought it was them. So Knight, well, Knight actually bought Swift. So basically Knight... Night slash Swift. That's what they're calling it. Right. They're calling it Night Swift. So, but um, I believe Night was the original uh, capital that, you know, took over Swift. So bottom line is, okay, these, the, the, the largest trucking company in the world, okay, which owns U.S. Express. Okay. So you guys do the math and you see, you see who's for it and who's not for it, but one thousand percent okay this is coming at us and it isn't slowing down you want to know something Ruthann? there was a big deal it was a big a big push uh, it was a lot of news going on and then a lot of autonomous trucks went bankrupt and a lot of problems but in the meantime they've been sneaky sneaking 
into the roads in Texas and other states because I know that for a fact they're doing this in in Minnesota also. They they have autonomous trucks up there also. They're testing because of the snow and all. So they're really trying to critique this. And you know if this keeps going the way it's going, I I I don't want to be the guy crying that the sky is falling. But guys, what what could be the results of this? What could really Ruth? Think about it. Like it's not gonna it's not gonna end well because all right. Let's just say that they end up going and this comes through and yeah. now we have tons of drivers that don't have jobs, you know, say it goes gradually and they just keep cutting jobs so many, you know, 30,000 at a time, you know, that they're, they're, they're cutting drivers out of this scenario. That's more drivers going on an unemployment because you're going to have to collect unemployment till you find something else to work. So these company are these states that are allowing it to be in their streets and in their interstates and highways, they're financially taking a burden by now having to support more with their unemployment rates and so forth. In unemployment. Re- <laughs> well, I'm saying until hey, it- that's going to run out. Unemployment. Think about this is like two to three million truckers employed in the United States. Well, that's now you're getting to where I'm saying but- is is they're they're they don't realize what the companies like these 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 autonomous trucking companies that are or not companies but these the, the people that they're they're trying to pocket you know what i'm saying yeah they're not going to be able to financially compensate the differences between taking the bribe or whatever they want to do to 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 allow the autonomous trucks to be on their streets and on their highways versus the deficit their state's going to go into. But it won't be long, though. That, is this what I'm trying to tell you? I, Unemployment I, I only runs so long. And then these guys are going to have to find other ways of working. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and you know, you got guys that are 10, 20 years in the trucking that are only in their 40s and 50s. Mm-hmm. These guys are going to have to go and, and you know, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, they're going to collect unemployment, but that's going to run out. I mean, it's, it, you know, are we, are we looking to be a socialist country? That's, I mean, I hate, I'm not trying to be political here, but are we looking to be socialist? Because when you start wiping out jobs by the millions, okay, it does, I mean, and it's going to be a slow transition. I get that. Um, you know what else I was reading? I was reading how, these electric trucks, you know, which a lot of your autonomous are going to be electric. You know, they said just just that alone, a truck stop will have to have the power, the power grid of a small city just to run these charging stations at truck stops. That's how powerful they need these to be. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's just kind of getting a little nutty to me. I mean, I, I don't want to, again, I don't want to sound like the, the, the guy that's, you know, crying that the sky is going to fall in but it sure seems like the sky is about to fall in moving on oh we're moving on (laughs) we just beat that horse all right well let's move on then absolutely i mean honestly and truly um you guys look into it yourselves and uh, let me know write in and let me know what you guys actually think uh ruthann i want i just you got to hear this story that um i uh insanely <laughs> can't even believe uh, what extent people will go to steal in trucking. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that here after this break. If you're a driver looking for a new trucking job, check out NCI. NCI offers the following. New Kenworth T680s, competitive wages, 
solo team and students welcome, plus a full benefit package for you and your family. Check them out today at 888-311-7076. That's 888-7076. And tell them TalkCDL sent you. Truck Parking Club is a network of instantly reservable daily and monthly truck parking locations throughout the U.S. Truck Parking Club helps connect truckers to truck parking locations throughout the U.S. via truckparkingclub.com. Our networks is made up of property owners that have locations adequate for truck parking to list on the platform. This includes trucking companies, storage companies, CDL schools, trailer leasing companies, real estate investors, truck parking operators, and more. Go to truckparkingclub.com today. All right, we are back. Ruthann, you there? Hello? Yeah, Hello? I was, Hello? I was Hello? just... When you said we are back, it made me, for whatever reason, I'm not a Backstreet Boy listener, but I think that's who sang that one song. And it just kind of flew in my head. I'm like, why am I even thinking of that? So I mean, and for all you Backstreet Boy um, fans out there, don't take this the wrong way, but I don't know one Backstreet song. I, I those, honestly... Those I boy bands? <laughs> I, I mix them all up. I know I've heard the songs, but I mix all of them up, and I don't know exactly who sings what. So yeah. sorry, guys. Well, I don't know. What was the other one? New Kids, Backstreet. If, if, Boys if, to Men, New Kids, Backstreets, 98 Degrees. I think that's all of them. Okay. So if if I had, well, wouldn't the Beatles be? Well, no, they're, they're, what the, they are a boy band, <laughs> but I guess. But well, no. So it's Aerosmith, but it's not that it's, I think it means that they didn't play the musical instruments and all they did was sing. Yeah. So if if you had to ask me just seriously to win a million dollars, name one song from one of those groups, I would lose. I would literally not be able to name a song. That's the truth. That's how little I know about those the 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 boy bands because I <laughs> didn't want to be even caught. You know, <laughs> you ever see that movie Tommy Boy or whatever it was with yeah. um what was his name? Chris uh uh, Chris Farley, Chris Farley, and 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 yeah. David Spade. Well, they they were at the they were at a red light, and 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 um, Air Supply was playing. <laughs> it was like they had the windows up, and they were jamming to some goofy song by Air Supply. Um, no, not want to get caught with that. Anyways, moving on. I want to talk about trucking, Ruthann. Okay, you're gonna tell us about an article. Well, you took me to the Backstreet Boys. I mean, it's like Sorry. get that out of my head. All right. So um, this article it says trucking company. Um, owner indicted for conspiracy to steal interstate shipments from Amazon, Bath and Body Works, which really isn't something new. You know what I mean? Like uh, truckers, trucking, trucking companies and truck drivers have, ever since trucking's been around, have tried to skim, skim freight. In fact, back in when I was a truck driver, I've I've run into several truck stops where people were you know, um, on the side, selling a few things out the back of the truck to make a couple dollars. I mean, I've seen it. And so, you know, you would think, okay, this is nothing new, but the way they did it was. It was kind of interesting because uh, it says, an Ohio man was recently indicted on multiple charges related to a complex cargo theft scheme. It says, um, Gerte Gert, Singh, a.k.a. Gary uh, Buhler, uh, was indicted by a grand jury in Ohio on May 18th on one count of conspiracy to steal from interstate shipments, two counts of stealing from an interstate shipment, 
and one count of making a false statement according to the U.S. Department of Transportation. Now, it says Singh owned a trucking company. I, I've never heard of it, so it must have been pretty small. And he, and he was also the manager. At, it says uh, Singh owned trucking company Buller Transport and was a manager at Cargo Solutions Express. Follow me so far, right? Okay. Okay. It says authorities say that Singh conspired with other owner operators. So he, he, he must have employed a lot of owner operators. I don't know if he had company trucks or not. It says he, he conspired with a bunch of owner operators to steal goods from interstate shipments and that were supposed to de- be delivered to retailers, Amazon and Bath and Body Works. Okay. It said Singh directed CSE drivers to stop at the CSE warehouse in Columbus, Ohio, so employees could steal cargo from their trucks, which you're thinking, okay, all right, so, you know, so they're skimming, you know, it's nothing new. Then it says, the employees access the trailers. This is what I'm getting at. You know, there's a seal on these trailers, right? Mm-hmm. It said, the employees access the trailers by removing locking me- mechanisms on the trailer doors, making it appear as though the trailer doors were never opened during transport. So basically, they were knocking out the pins and, and taking the doors off <laughs> and then taking what they wanted, right, and then putting the doors back on so not to disturb the, um, the seal because the seal has to match when you get to your destination or they'll refuse the load. Right, right. So how ingenious, well, I shouldn't say ingenious is that, but it's so funny how thieves will go at lengths to grab a bunch of stuff so they can what hawk it or fence it or you know what i mean or sell it on the black market or whatever they're doing because think about this you're you're an amazon re- uh, retailer or shipper right and you're waiting for this truckload well you get the truckload the seal is good right you open it up and as you do inventory on on the uh, trailers Guess what happens? You start realizing that a lot of this, a lot of things are missing. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if they set up cameras, how they caught this guy, but think about this. At first you wouldn't think you would think, well, somebody made a mistake at the warehouse. They didn't ship enough. What that's what you would be thinking. That would be the first, yeah. The first probably once, maybe twice. Yeah, if yeah, exactly. So you're looking at it and you're going, Well, we can't blame the driver because the seal's good, right? But mm-hmm. then, like you said, after a while, this is where this guy this is where um, they say criminals are really dumb. Think about it. Okay, so you get away with it the first couple of times, like you just said. But then all of a sudden, the the company on the other end, what do they say? Hey. The CSE is kind of keep, it keeps doing this. Yeah, their, their shipments are always light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Little light today, huh? Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, okay, so you're sh- everything that's coming, you know, back from something that you've touched is now light. So obviously, obviously, what do you think they're thinking? Something f- suspicious is going on here. Something fishy. Highly suspect. Exactly. Ratatouille. Highly suspect. <laughs> but now think about this for a second. The first thing you're thinking is, okay, can't be the driver. Now you realize it's CSE and you're saying to yourself, well, obviously it's more than one CSE driver. Right. So right. obviously the big guy, somebody at the warehouse has to be, and, and, and you might not be thinking it's the owner of the company just yet. You see what I'm saying? Because now you're looking at, at okay, maybe somebody at the warehouse, the warehouse manager, or actually said he was the warehouse manager, didn't it? Mm, he said he was the manager. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so bottom line is, let's see, it said he was also a manager. Oh, at cargo solutions, which cargo solutions is CSE. Right. So it didn't say he was the warehouse. It said he directed him to go to the warehouse. So obviously 
I don't know, did they pull up Qualcomm's or satellites and go, look at this. Everybody's being directed to this warehouse in Columbus. I mean, it's, you know, honestly, truly, you, you leave such a trace of breadcrumbs when you're doing this. It's almost impossible to get away with this, guys. If you're a trucking company that's actually been thinking about doing this, take a page out of this guy's book and realize, oops, I could see how we could get caught. I could see it. I mean, honestly, they, you know, if you're that desperate, you're going to do it at least once. You you never stop, first of all. You're going to keep doing it. Second of all, you always get caught. Nobody gets away with it forever. You get caught. There's always there's always someone else trying to figure out how to outsmart you. So it's you're going to get caught. I mean, I don't know what the mastermind was thinking when he, when he thought this crime up. But obviously... Yeah, taking the doors off makes it look like I didn't do it. The seal is good. But when every one of your trucks is the ones that are late on, on I'm sorry, light on the loads, missing cargo, obviously you're now the guy that they are watching and they're going to catch you. Don't be stupid. That's really my advice to any trucking company that's thinking about making a couple extra dollars on somebody else's freight. Don't be stupid. They're going to catch you guys. They're going to put cameras up. They're going to find a way, and, and it's going to trace back to you, and you're going to get snagged. Now, this guy's going to lose his company, and he's going to go to jail. He's literally going to go to prison now. He's going to do time, and nobody's ever going to want to do business with the guy. End of story. Ruth Ann, um, that is the podcast for the week. What do you have when it comes to... The word of the day. And and by the way, the word of the day is by Word Genius. Word Genius, if you go to Word, what is it, wordgenius.com, Ruth Yes. Go to wordgenius.com and, and and sign up for Word Genius and let them send you the the word of the day and, and let them improve your vocabulary drivers. Go ahead, Ruth Did you say father? No, I said Pother with a P. Pother. It just sounded like some girl going, Father. So, Pother. Pother. P- is it spelled like the father with a P? P O T H E R. So, why pother with it? No, so what, what's, what's pother mean? A commotion or fuss. So, in a sentence, it says, Andrew does his, gra- Andrew does his grocery shopping when the stores open to avoid the pother of rush hour shoppers. Despite the different ages of the campers, it was re- a l- relaxing week with no pother to speak of. So when your toddlers are fighting, it's a pother. <laughs> you know what? I want to challenge you to something. Okay. All right. We've been doing the word of the day for a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, we've been plugging uh, Word Genius. You know, they're not a, they're not a, a sponsor of the show. We purposely... Um, have sent people over there. And I know for a fact that uh, many people have signed up that lady in Memphis wrote in about it and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I challenge you from here on out each week we do a podcast, Lord willing, if we're alive, I challenge you to use last week's word in somewhere in the podcast and then even say, Hey, did I use the word? And I'll, I'll, uh, or see if I even catch it when you're talking. Okay, so okay. whatever I use. Starting next week. So I used pother today. Right, so now you got to so use. So next week I got to use pother in some form of my response or article or anything like that. It, it's got to come out of your mouth on the okay. show. Okay, all right. But all it's right. got to be, like you said, it's got to be, 
It's got to fit with what you say. You can't just go, <coughs> Potter. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? Like you got to use it, like you said, in a sentence or in the conversation, and then we'll see if I catch it. And then if I don't, you make sure I know that you used it. Cool. All right. And I have got, a little I got, fun like that. I got that. You I can do. Do it. you like that? Yeah. All right. We're yeah. out of here, Rutan. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.